This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. too much do let me know i've just figured out where the microphone is on my phone wind's hit and miss at the minute a bit of a test wasn't too bad but if, you, if it's blocking out the audio please let me know and i will happily give up like morgan whisker did last night um anyway i often come on when lincoln do well i often come on to talk up a win not one to shy away from a defeat uh as you know i'm not normally one for grand overstated gestures of woe or joy I certainly try not to be it's hard now hard last night and yeah i did a i did a, a dog walk video yesterday kind of saying you know win lose or draw i know what the rhetoric will be and blah 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 and you know kind of deep down thinking that we might do all right joe was frustrating we did apart from one all-important statistic goals there we are again not scoring them and conceding them I mean it's it's hard it's hard to take I went into last night's game I was I, I, I didn't go so I on the iFollow I was I was on the running machine for the first 45 minutes and actually I thought for the first first 15 minutes we struggled we looked like we didn't adapt particularly quickly. After that, do you know what? I've seen all sorts of negative words used to describe our performance last night, and they're wrong, in my opinion, because I thought we were excellent for the first 45 minutes. 
um, or the first the 30 minutes after the opening 15. I thought we played some good football. We took the game to Bolton. We asked some serious questions. We should have been 1-0 up, if not by Marcus through Maguire. Um, you know, both of them with very, very good chances within the space of five, three seconds. Yeah, for me, Marcus's body shape was was all wrong when he first went through. Um, and, and he's just kind of, I'd say, half-heartedly hit it at the keeper. But it was more kind of in hope than anything. The keeper's come out quick. It should have been squared. If it was squared, would Maguire have put it wide and high as he did the, the effort that landed to him? Possibly. He hits the target. It's 1-0 as well. So, yeah, it was all right him then sort of standing with his arms open going, why didn't you pass it earlier? But he hasn't proven to be clinical unless he's got a point to prove against somebody himself. So, it was frustrating. But, you know, on 45 minutes, genuinely, I, I wouldn't have picked a player out and said he's having a bad game. There was people that I don't think were playing superbly, but they were adequate. And, and you know, I count everybody's favourite kind of knocking post. I've already done it a little bit at the top of this art, uh, this broadcast. You know, I get it, Morgan Whitaker did not have a good second half. But actually, I didn't think he was that bad in the first half. And again, that perspective, it's easy to lose sight of of the first half performance when you tie in a, a poor second half. It's the same against Doncaster. It was the same against Morecambe. You know, we, we're a half-time team. Up until half-time, we, we play very, very well. And then something goes wrong. And people will say, oh, it's got to be what the managers say. It's got to be this or that. I don't know. I don't know. Something seems to go wrong with players, certain players' attitudes, and that really frustrates me. Um, and yeah, we came out in the second half. I've always called that 15 minute period after half time the witching hour because we just look so susceptible, look so likely to concede every single game. And it was the case again, but you expect the home team to come on to you. They harbour playoff ambitions. They're up on 50 odd points now. They're, they're looking at the top six and going, let's go through this league. Fair play to them for doing that. They weren't great, honest truth. Don't have to be to beat us. Thought everything in between the two boxes, teams are probably equal. Do comment on the win, by the way, if it's too much. Um, so, really, really frustrating. But, you know, the first half's easy to gloss over. And a lot of people in their own analysis that I'm seeing on social media have glossed over it and they've gone straight to the second half which defined the result but for me I know there's a big question from some over Michael Appleton still not for me I think he sets the team up to go out and do a job and I think it's the team then not doing the job there is a question mark over whether Morgan Whitaker should have come off earlier it's a question mark I think it's almost a statement of fact isn't it he should have done you know, there was a moment where he didn't track back before the goal, third goal, where David Kerslake yelled at him. It was picked up on commentary. You've got to track back. You've got to chase back. And we got to remember, two years ago, there was a similar situation with a player we had called George Grant. Michael changed it and turned it around very quickly. So he's very much up to the player in this instance. You know, I've always... Michael's always said, I'll give them the platform, I'll give them the tactics, I'll give them the setup to go and do well. And it's been proven that works last season. You know, the, the setup was the same, the training was the same, the approach was the same, and we ended up in the championship, uh, in the playoffs for the championship spot. So, yeah, I, I find it hard. I, I know some football fans, and that's their, their decision, cannot differentiate between 
results, performance and manager. If you're losing games, it's the manager's fault. If you're playing well, it doesn't matter because you're not winning games. So I always try and see the positives in the negatives and the negatives in the positives. Sadly, this season, he seems to be trying to pick through the negatives and find a positive most weeks. I'm not going to try and do that too much over the next five minutes or so um, because we were poor in key areas. And it wasn't a shambles performance. It wasn't one of the worst we've ever seen. You know, pound for pound, pass for pass, we matched the team that are hunting for the playoffs. Fact. That's fact. And if you say that's not the case because we conceded goals, you're missing my point 100%. That in terms of our possession... We were very good. We get the ball away in places. So did Bolton. But John Marcus's missed chance. So we were very, very similar in terms of everything that we did, apart from defending and scoring and you know what the two fundamentals of football. This wind is really bad, by the way, people. If it is bothering, if it's if you can't hear me, please let me know because I don't want to be just talking into the void. Um look defensively. And this is as a collective, not as a four men across the back. Last night stunk. It did, it stunk. Not in the first half, though. The first half, frustratingly, we played well. We got bodies on the line. Look at Ted Bishop taking one in the baby maker. Yeah, he put himself on the line, in the, in the firing line. Bang, down he goes. thought after that, he was poor. But to be honest, I take a whack in the jewels. Yeah, I'm going to be probably off work for three days, not running around for the next five minutes, in the next five minutes or so. Um, but I thought that took him out of the game, if I'm honest. I thought he was excellent up till that point. I thought after that he faded. And, you know, another player that maybe on 55 minutes we should have looked at taking off. Luis Fiorini can play that role. He's better in that attacking role. Um, and, and, and shuffled things around maybe a little bit. I don't know. Easy to play manager. First goal. Said it in my write-up. I'll say it again. Cohen Bramall. Um is the final person responsible for it. When the balls come through, watch it. Watch it back. The the highlights, you can find them on Bolton's YouTube channel and then you don't have to sit through the ridiculous Sky Sports advert they make you sit through every time. Um, he's just stood while his hair peels off. Basic. Basics. But should the ball even be getting... Um, even be getting through there, should he be bouncing all the way across the C-shard box? Got Adam Jackson back in, who's you know, meant to be a kick-it-away, head-it-away defender. Didn't do it. Easy to point blame at one person for a goal, but collectively, that's a weak goal to concede. How many times have we put a corner in and it's ended up going through a crowd of players to the back post? Never. Gets blocked front post, kicked away in the middle. Almost always, because it's how you defend the corner. David Kerslake was a defender. That would have That would have horrified him. That sort of defended, and it was poor. Then we score, and I, look, I always thought we were likely to score. I said it yesterday. I said this was a both teams to score, hands down. It was always going to happen, and we should have scored three. You know, Marquis has missed an absolute sitter in the six-yard box, that header. It is a sitter. Okay, he's had to do hard work. He's had to get in a position. He's had to get up. But once you're a centre-forward that's got into that position, hit the target. All he's got to do is direct it a foot either side of the goalkeeper. And it's a goal from the angle with the power on the ball. It's a goal. And it's gone so wide, it's harder to head it that wide than it is a goal. Says me, who couldn't head a football to save his life when he was 13 and still couldn't now. Easy to pass judgment. John Marcus, please feel free to pass judgment on my grammar and elocution. Um, because I know it's not perfect every time. But at that point, I wonder if 
again, you kind of look to the bench and go, Tom Hopper's on there. He's had some minutes the other day. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need Tom Hopper. I don't know. It's easy again to say. But still, we score. Uh, Ted Bishop involved. Been quite, Jesus Christ. Uh, Ted Bishop, I've been, 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 he's been critical of um, for his second half performance. Actually, he was involved in the goal. Scully and Bramall have been critical of Bramall, but at least he offers something elsewhere. You know what I mean? At least he, he gets forward. At least he does particularly well in that area. Um, and he was a bit fortuitous, a little a little bounce in front of him, and he's got past the, their player. Fair enough. Yeah, I can buy that. I don't mind that. You need a bobble or a bounce every so often. Not many of them for us this season. 1-1. And at 1-1, I genuinely thought this is it. We can go and win this now. You know, I thought it would give some of our players confidence to start playing a little bit more expansively because the second half we had shrunk a little bit. We still offered nothing down the right-hand side. And Norton Cuffey is. You know, he offers more in an attacking vein than Morgan Whitaker did. If we could have two Norton Cuffies and just stick one out wide, I think we'd be, we'd be all right. And look... I'm going to come on to Whitaker. I'm not one for a pylon. I'm not. I'm not one for a scapegoat. Um, I've seen glimpses of what Morgan Whitaker can do. I, don't, I think last night he was poor in the second half. But for periods in the first half, he was involved. He had a decent shot, flash just wide. So, you know, let's not let's not see everything in black and white. Okay, good or shit. Um, application, no application, because it's not the case. It's not the case. People I've heard say he's lazy, and I'm very, very careful to use the word lazy when describing certain players because it's very, very easy to make an association, I think. Um, at times, he looked lazy. His challenge for their third goal, uh, we, we will come on to. But, yeah, just in an attacking sense, we just had nothing down the right-hand side. And the stats... You know, all you people that say stats don't mean anything and blah, blah, blah. The stats have been saying it for weeks, unfortunately. We still don't have the right-sided winger. Hacks hasn't done it on a regular basis. I thought Hacks was actually doing well. MK Dons around that kind of time. Boxing day, I thought Hacks was, was looking all right. Um, Marcus has asked there. Marcus Needham, another frustrated. Uh, no, it's not. It's Sean Simons has asked, is he injured? You know, you'd have to think so. You'd have to think so, because he, he was needed. Something else was needed on the right-hand side last night. Having said that, something else was needed at number nine. For periods of the game, something else was needed in the attacking midfield role. I'm not convinced on Chris McGuire. Um, he, he was all right last night, but I don't know. He's great as an agitator. But I get the impression when things aren't going well, he has the same effect on players around him, and you want people who lift. You need a Liam Bridcut. We didn't have that again last night. And so then when the second goal went in, you know, I just felt, again, it's, it's just poor. I mean, Bramall's been on a raid down the left-hand side. He's, he's burst forward. You can't fault him for that. He's lost the ball. You lose the ball in, in, in high areas. I'm not, you don't like to see teams lose the ball. But it's easy to say, it's easy to be critical and say, you know, we're not adventurous with the ball. And then when you go forward, you're adventurous with the ball and lose it. So we lose the ball too much. Well, it's got to be one or the other. So you need to be adventurous with it. I'll give, I'll give um, Cohen the, the benefit of the doubt there. But what happens when we're fully fit and towing goes down that... Not Charlie. My dog's just waiting for me. Bye, boy. Um, when, what happens when everybody's fit and Cohen goes down? And I mentioned it numerous times last season. The liquid footballer fills in. Where there's a gap, 
He just runs into it, and that's Liam Bridgecott. Had Cohen gone forward and covered, the holding midfielder slides in there. It's why Liam Bridgecott doesn't score loads of goals. It's why he doesn't pepper shots at goal, because he's very much kind of the a sweeper in front of the back four. And that's what we missed. And then when Bolton subsequently get the turnover and come back down the field, when that move first starts, we've got three Lincoln City players in a circle that you could draw. You could you could have laid one of those hula hoops, you know, those hula hoops. You could have laid one of those on the floor and you've got three of our players stood in it. Okay, they peel away, they come away, etc. But it's not a surprise attack. It's not like they've been stood there for a free kick and they're still stood there. What Bolton do is they get four players in, so they overload anyway. There's all sorts of space, and that's how the third, the second goal create. That's how it's created, because the ball goes out wide. Regan Paul follows. It then just comes easily back across. And you know, people complain about sideways passes. I I I, I hear it all the time, but that's all Bolton did: sideways pass across the area, sideways pass across the area. What's actually not then happened is. We haven't looked at stopping that pass anywhere. And they're simple, straightforward passes that you would imagine a holding midfielder steps out and defends. It doesn't happen. And Pete's just asked there, is that respect uh, with Sanders missed? For me, yeah, at that point in the game, yeah, I think we've had a good go in the first half. But I think at that point in the game, if cha- if we'd made changes, it may have, may have impacted. may have impacted. Who am I to say? I'm not Nostradamus. But then it's easy. It's a finish from Sadlier where he's got three players and the goalkeeper still to beat. And it goes in. And we see it so many times. And do you know what? I can pick out. I could say, I could, I can picture the goals now. There's so many of them. I can't remember who they're against. Where it's just been a simple ball to, you know, 16 to 25 yards from goal and players have just scored. And it just happens again and again and again. And we're not getting a touch or we're not getting a a body on the line. And what's really, really frustrating is there have been games where we've done it superbly. Morecambe, we were below par, but we got a body on the line and we blocked things. Not the goal. Same sort it's exactly the same sort of goal, but we did it further in the game. Wickham, we blocked everything. We got a body on the line. And I just, why can't we do it every fucking week? Why is it just... Because oh, you can see it happening. That's the worst thing. You can see it. As soon as they get the ball in a position, you can see how the attack lined up. You think, goal, this is going to be a goal. You don't have confidence that we're going to do that. And it's all right to say, well, our defence is this or that. But you know, it's not just the defence, the midfield as well. Midfielders block. And I'm not saying Liam Bridcutt would be the salvation or the saviour, but you know, I'm damn sure that he gets into more positions to try and block. And there was a moment earlier in the season where actually he was in position and he didn't block it. It was exactly the same sort of thing. But I just, yeah, I think at one all, probably a team like us normally would go, well, let's have the point now. But there's no confidence, is there, that we can defend? So we don't. We carry on playing our expansive attacking football. And if it works, great, but it isn't working. Not at that point in the game. I'm not saying the expansive attacking football isn't working. It is. It created two chances that a striker valued at £2 million three years ago. Really should be taking one of them. And again, I'm not piling on to people in particular. I'm trying to spread the load for last night's result wider than just Morgan Whitaker. And then there's the third goal, and that brings me straight back to our Swansea Loney, doesn't it? I mean, it's there is no desire to win that ball. The tackle was kind of just a half-hearted, it looked, sorry, like a half-hearted gesture. 
And they lads just skipped into the area, played the ball across, and it's a finish that, you know, again, maybe you, you try and block, but the ball shouldn't end up there. Shouldn't end up there at all. And that's it. That's it. That's the game. That's the game in a nutshell. Two missed chances from us and and two taken chances from them uh, that, that should have been blocked. A fair score last night would have been one all. And that was the same in the game that we played them in earlier in the season. It's the same in the two games that we've played MK Dons. There's four games there where a fair result would for us would have been a bare minimum of four points. A bare minimum. And we've lost all four. Now, why... I'll, I'll say this in Michael's defence. And I don't feel I have to defend the manager, by the way. I don't feel I have to, but people calling him Crappleton online, really, I don't like that. And people saying he has to go if we don't beat Gillingham. He doesn't have to go. He probably won't if we don't beat Gillingham. But, you know, it's a, it's a wider thing. For me, he doesn't go if we go down. But, you know, that'll be controversial if it happens. But for me, he's setting a team up to do the right things. And he does have a plan B. People say, oh, there's no plan B. Watch the Wickham game back. Watch the Sunderland game back and tell me there's no plan B. There is. There is a plan B. doesn't always deploy it. It's a different thing. But last night's game, we lost 3-1. We should never have lost that game 3-1. Never. And the fact that we are in these games is of no comfort. I buy that. I'm getting sick of saying, coming away from a game going, yeah, but we played well. Cambridge, yeah, but we played well. MK Dons, oh, we shot ourselves in the foot. I don't, you know, people coming on saying, oh, we were a shambles against Doncaster. It's just plain wrong. We weren't. 70% possession. We, you know, we, we were by far the better side. But being the better side only gets your points if you could put the ball in the back of the net. And that's the serious worry at the minute. You know, three, four, five weeks out, maybe even more than that, six or seven weeks ago, we couldn't score for Toffee. And we were coming up against teams that couldn't score for Toffee as well um, and drawing 0-0 with Doncaster, losing 1-0 to Accrington because we gifted a goal. And you know that we have to score to get a result. We're scoring in games now. We are creating chances. We are an attacking threat. Uh, but we've got, to, we've got to stop giving the ball away in kind of 25 yards from goal. And, and again, it wasn't even necessarily this whole playing out from the back thing last night. Because... Bolton didn't execute a massively high press. Not like some teams have in recent weeks. Yeah, you know, we they, they did press. They pressed up a two, probably 25 yards, because they knew that's probably where the ball's going to be given away. But there was just errors that were completely unforced. They were for both teams, by the way, as well. And that's that probably should give people an indication of the fact that yeah, you know, this, this style of football does create this. It does you do give the ball away. And then we're going, well, we need to change our style of football then. And then in the same breath saying that Norton Cuffey is a great signing. We don't sign Norton Cuffey if we play long ball football. Have you ever seen a player like that turn up at Gillingham? No. Who turned up at Gillingham? A Watford midfielder that should have been sent off against us, picked up two red cards subsequently and left in January. It's the type of player that you sign. But, admittedly, a couple of our other lone players at the moment are not doing it. I'm not going to bring Liam Cullen into that. I think that Cullen has been... Decent enough. People say he offers nothing. I don't think that's correct. He drifts in and out of games. Whitaker outstanding against Oxford. Maligned for perceived uh, laziness in some games since. 
And I think he's drifted in and out of games. There have been moments where he's played wonderful passes. There have been moments where he shows his brilliance. But, you know, it's not enough. Has he got the heart for the relegation battle? Well, each game isn't a relegation battle. Each game is, you know, it would pan out very much the same whether we were at the top of the table or the bottom. The difference is how fans react. And, and our fans last night were excellent. That wasn't a game. It didn't feel like a game that was a relegation battle. Morecambe did couple of weeks ago but that didn't there was no it wasn't tense our fans were loud their fans were loud but he should understand that he's played again he's played for Swansea he's played in big stadiums so it's not that I don't get what it is I can't put my finger on it I really can't I'm going to go to your comments in a minute reason I'm going to do it in a second is I'm coming to a bit that I call the valley that was um dug out a hundred years ago so that they could get from the railway line at Withcall up to to our farm uh, and the wind is good there so I can switch the camera over and actually look at your comments but that's pretty much how I feel about Bolton I mean I'm angry and I'm upset um, because it's a game we shouldn't lose that we did lose you know and it's just more of the same and can play well but don't get their desserts Lincoln fans see the overall result and see the last kind of 15 minutes or the goals and say well we're shit with this with that but got to respect opinions to a degree, people that are saying we're in danger, we're walking into a relegation battle. We're not, we're in it. We're in a relegation battle. It's five points. Five points between us and the bottom four. Um, I still think there are four worse teams than us. We've got to go out and prove it. We prove it in the way that we play our football. We prove it in the way that we can control certain games, that we're passing, that we're creating opportunities. But it's no good, is it? Long ball teams do two things. They bypass the midfield. They don't concede goals and they score goals. Think about Keith in 2002-03. You know, if you counted Peter Gain as a central midfielder, it was probably wrong. We may have played one central midfielder in Richard Butcher, occasionally Ben Sedgemore. We didn't need to control the midfield. We didn't bother about it. To a degree, it was the same under Danny. A little less brute, but it was the same under Danny and we were successful with it. Long ball will get you some success. We can have proven that. But I think, I still believe the way that we play is the right way to play. I still believe that. I still believe that we're doing the right things. And it's the final execution that is the problem. I still believe firmly in Michael Appleton. I do. Not just because I interview him. Not just because I haven't spoken to Michael since probably the first first couple of days of the season or whatever. You know, I don't. It's not like I have a hotline and I'm forced to tow, a, tow a, a line. Yes, I think changes could have been made earlier yesterday. But I think if everybody does their job as they're expected to do, we've come away from yesterday's game with a point. And if you do that, you're in a good position. So, right, let's spin this over. And I'll have a look at through some of your comments. So, we shall start all the way at the beginning. Uh, morning, Sean. Mr. Hoy, morning, mate. More gutless, characterless drivel. No characters, no leaders. Agree and disagree. Um, I certainly think we lack leaders later on, definitely. And it's easy to say, well, who are your leaders in this squad? Liam Bridcut, Tom Hopper, Joe Walsh, yes. Adam Jackson, Chris Maguire, Conor McGrandles. And for me, they're the players who disappeared in terms of their influence last night. And actually, Conor McGrandles had a decent game, I thought. Um, yeah, but last night was the game for me in the second half, once we'd levelled. It was a game where you need two holding midfielders. It was a game where you go, actually, Maguire or Bishop come off, Sanders go on, protect that back four. Let's take this point. I think 
we have that cavalier approach that we play for three points every time. If we get a draw, we go on and try and win the game. And, and maybe that's a criticism that I can have. Um, I'm not going to describe the game. I'm not going to agree and describe the game as drivel. I, I don't think it was drivel. I think that we played very well in key areas. Uh, I think we were equal um, in the main. And it was decision-making in key areas that really cost us. Uh, Mr. Ward, beyond frustrated after last night, thought we had a great half hour after a dodgy start then didn't show up in the second. But we scored in the second and probably had arguably the most guilt-ed chance in the second with Chris, uh, with uh, John Marquis's header. So I don't even think it was a case of not turning up in the second. I think we played well in periods in the second half. I really do. I just, you know, it was key moments that changed the game. Key moments. Andy Gray, thanks for your right on spot on. My only comment, we're a good team. We do create chances and we should be getting more points, but we could be getting more points over a season. A few games, you get what you deserve. You do get what you deserve. And if at the end of the season, somebody has said we were too good to go down, but we're in the bottom four, we weren't too good to go down because we went down. You're only too good to go down. You're never, sorry, too good to go down. If you finish in the bottom three, that's where you are. And I was liking it. I remember when I studied um, hypnosis and, and uh, psychology and there was this thing that really stuck with me. You know, when people, like you think somebody's an asshole and then you talk to them and, and they kind of say, oh, no, I come across like that. But, you know, that's really not how I am. The truth is that is how they are. If they come across as an asshole, they are an asshole. And if, if they're hiding another personality underneath it, that's not who they are. Who they are is what they project to everybody else, not who they think they are, not the person that they believe they are. You are what you do. You are not what you think. And I think that's with Lincoln City. We are what we are. And we can say we are a good team. We can say, in my opinion, we're as good as Bolton, we're as good as MK Dons. Yeah, we were as good as plenty of the teams who have played who are above us. We are what we are. Sixth, seventh from bottom, five points off safety. That's what we are. That's where we are. We're a relegation-threatened team. And for all the nice football, we're not scoring enough goals. I don't think it's the same as 2010-11 because I don't think we were playing particularly well uh, in those games um, at all. I don't think it's the same as the year that Jacko took over under uh, John Schofield because we just we just crumbled at that. We weren't creating chances as well. We're doing some things right, just not enough. Uh Andy Gray says, I'm still happy with MA. There's two of us, mate. We should start a club. Uh, Jason Addison, morning, Gary. Listen to the game on the drive home and work in Melbourne. Disappointing journey in then. Thought we played well for the most part. Enjoyed your comparison article the other day since Christmas. Hopefully bodes well. My comparison article now, though, looks worse, doesn't it? Because the points per game has dropped down. You know, you've got to keep that up until the end of the season. If we do, if we pick up something against Gillingham or Sheffield Wednesday, then brilliant. Um Personally, I can see us picking up three points from Gillingham and Sheffield Wednesday, probably not in the order that we need to, but there we go. Lots of people say they can hear me fine, which is good. Jack Richardson can't believe I keep paying to see games like that. Yep, I know. Pay for iFollow, pay to get into games, but that's why we're Lincoln fans. And I don't think... The thing is, you paid and the outcome wasn't right. But actually, the game wasn't a bad game. It was just... A sh oh, it just frustrates me. In terms of actual chances... I think we were leading the shots on goal uh, at half-time. It's just so frustrating. Uh, Emma Krell in morning. How you doing? Frustrating night. We were good in spells, apart from in both boxes. I don't know. That's like saying I'm good at writing. I just can't spell and I am not. don't really know grammar. Other than that, I'm good at writing. You know, if you're going to be a writer, you've got to get them. You've got to get those things nailed down. If you're going to be a decent football team, you have, sadly. 
Uh, ben says, felt Bolton were there for the taking. Looked defensive, very shakily at times, just gutting. Yes, I, I quite like Gethin Jones. I think Gethin Jones at one point was at Mansfield, back when we drew with them um, in the title season. And I, I think he was on loan at Mansfield at the time from Bolton. I might be wrong. Um, but I always liked him. I don't know why. Something about him. He, he got back and stopped a, a scully attack at one point in the first half, I think it was. I just that's good defending. Really is. I like him a lot. Um, because don't get blown away. Can he find despite the wind? Are you worried for the first team? I am. I'm, I'm always worried until it's mathematically safe. I'm always worried. It's the same when we're in a promotion push or a title push. I'm worried until it's done and dusted. You know, last night I had a chance. If we'd come away with three points, eight between us and the bottom, I wouldn't have been as worried. Now, yes. What I will say is games are running out for everybody else and a lot of the teams at the bottom don't look like they want it. Crew look like they, they're struggling. Gillingham, are, you know, despite the change of manager, are picking up the odd point here and there, which is what we're doing. Morecambe losing their manager, I think, are now going to struggle. OK, Donny are putting some wins together, but having watched Donny, I can't see their run continuing. And then you look at Shrewsbury, you know, they're dismal at the moment, really small squad there, I think, in danger as well. We could end up like the splinter that I had. I don't know if I've still got it. I have, yeah. The splinter that I have in that finger, um, you know, being pushed out of the bottom four just basically because everything around us is bad, not because we're particularly good. And I'll take that. I'll take that right now, all day long. Um, Marcus said another fresh day and night where we just didn't do the business in the boxes. Some of the overreaction is unreal. Marcus, I'm with you on that, mate. And yeah, one of the very first Lincoln fans I ever disagreed with, ever, was Marcus. Um, Go back to 97, I think it was, and I used to write to the Sports Echo, as did Marcus. And it was the first letter I ever had published in the Sports Echo. I seem to think there was Ben Scott, um, Ben from Manchester. Uh, my dog might have seen something. And Marcus, and I, I disagreed with Marcus. I remember thinking, who the bloody hell is this Marcus Needham? He talks shit, uh, but he doesn't. He's a fan whose opinion I will always respect because it comes from a place of knowledge. So fair play. Uh, Mr. Robinson, morning, Gary, who played really well in the first half, second half, not so sure, too many mistakes. Yes. Uh, Mr. Gray, again, let's give some context to Coffee and Bramwell. Coffee also gave the ball away, leading to the Bolton getting in. Just seems that Bramwell does it in our box. Yeah, again, I kind of said that. I can almost put up with a team giving the ball away high up the field because at least you're getting in positions to give the ball away. Do you know what I mean? At least you're trying something. It's unforgivable closer to your own, your own goal. Sorry, I don't know what my dog's seen. Might be a bird of prey. Um, so, Chris Keneally, what I saw, no Sanders. I called 3-1, didn't expect anything. Was happy going in at half-time. Just can't defend. Half-ass play, minimum requirement. Yeah, again, I, yeah, I think it's pretty much the same as I've been saying. It's minimum effort from one or two players. And when you play the way we do, you've all got to be on it. Uh, JP, I thought we played all right. Didn't get what we deserved. But leaving the ground, we took the reality check. Did we expect to get anything? No, we didn't. And... I think to a degree, some people did because of the way that we've been playing in recent weeks, going away, getting decent results. And we could have taken something, you know, for the, it was very little difference between that and Sunderland or that and Plymouth. Not really. Uh, occasional bad performance can be overlooked from Steve Barton. No effort is inexcusable. And uh, that I agree with. I've basically said as much, um, 100%. Uh, ben says some complained on DC we're playing boring long ball football and winning. Now we're complaining we're playing nice football and losing. We just need to start playing nice football and winning. Easy as that. Chris Bell, keep the faith. Bolton's a ridiculously, ridiculously tough place to go. Jules' game is massive. Sadly, yes, you're right. Bolton is a tough place to go, but there's a tougher place for Lincoln City to go at the minute, and that's home, um, which is tough. Uh, Steve Barton, again, says, I agree with you, MA, but uh, reference MA, but currently not got the skill set of players we had last year. 
I think you're right, but I think we've got the players to be higher than we are. They've just got to they've got to show it. Uh, James Bennett, MA is still the man to drive us forward rather than the lower league journeyman. We're having a tough season. If it wasn't for the misplaced expectation of last season, everyone would be together rather than calling for MA to leave. We have quality. We just need to get over the line and regroup. James, you've just won no sensible comment on the uh, feed, I think. Um, I'm with you on that 100%. I do think people would still be getting on his back. I remember the season that he took over from Danny and we plummeted and you know, it got just coming after Christmas and we played Blackpool and then started losing a couple of games and everybody, I remember somebody putting on social media, you know, is it time to consider MA's position after about 12 games? That happens. You can always have to expect that. And the last one for today, Mr. Freeston, confidence is a problem after week in, week out, bad results, which aren't deserved on performance, but so for the fans, but so for the fans, but still back in the players, cheering at the end was great to see. Yeah, it was. And the hardcore fans, they, you know, there is a, there is a good backing both at home and away. And yeah, I think there's always a case when you're at home of, of, you know, a, a collective groans. If a pass goes astray, I do it. And when 5,000 people go, Oh, as you know, a square ball goes across and is cut out, it's audible. And that can sometimes be construed as negativity rather than kind of just a natural reaction. I don't think um, there's an awful lot of booing. I think a lot of fans can see what we're trying to do. You know, social media reaction is very, very different to actual reaction because social media reaction is quick. Um, it's instant. You often don't think what you're saying. And also, when you react on social media, you need to make your point and you try and do it as kind of, as, as not aggressively, but as colourfully as you can. And sometimes words like shambles and diabolical get pulled out where you know, I've, we've seen shambles and diabolical. Getting beat 4-1 at home to North Ferriby is a shambles. Losing at Car Sholton in the FA Trophy was diabolical. Losing to Bolton after being in the game for most of it isn't. It's poor. There's a difference. There's a real big difference. Anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. I am now going to brave this little walk, which is quite a hill, believe it or not. The dog's waiting for me. Uh, he's seen something in a tree. Yesterday, it was a carrier bag that amused him in a tree for a while. I'm not sure what it's going to be today, uh, but I need to get back and write some more articles about poker. Thank you for listening. Uh, I will put this up on the... Um, the pod, your podcast outlet as a, as a dog walk special. I know a few hundred of you like to listen on there. Remember, if you're watching on Facebook and you've caught me late or something like that, um, subscribe to the YouTube channel and then you'll always get a notification as to, to when I'm going online. You probably get it on Facebook as well, but I'm told YouTube subscribe subscriptions are good, so why not do it? Um, right, thanks a lot. Take care, everybody. See you later. Bye. It's the 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow. You've got your McNugget share boxes on the go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.